Hey, folks, sorry about last week. Lo siento. Today's fun. It's dumb. <laughs> we, I mean, this is, we put a movie on that we never even talked about. It's fine. And we and we, we heard some good stories. So I think this is one of those, it was like, get to know you type episodes. A little bit less of the uh, of the all over the place nutsy bag and a little bit more of a, this is who we are. Yeah, I mean, we rec- I recounted some tales from my trip to New York. We did a fun new MFK there near the end. Yeah. We uh, founded a church. We founded a church. Oh, by the way, mm. uh, we talked about Top Gun 2. Yeah. Aunt Val Kilmer is back. Yeah, I know. Hopefully he's looking... Aunt Val. <laughs> oh, Aunt Val. Yeah, I don't think... What was his, what was his call Iceman. sign? Iceman. I don't, I don't think Iceman... I, I would hope I don't think you could if, if he teeth. looked like that during the filming I hope yeah. they kind of played on it yeah and they were like maybe they make it topical ice and the ice, got ALS the ice, well maybe ALS <laughs> I was saying more of like a ginger transformation type surgery the mm-hmm. ice lady because he looks <laughs> well, like you know Aunt Val I don't think you can do the whole teeth thing if with dentures so hopefully mm. hopefully, hopefully I'm trying to reprise that hopefully he's looking great I mean to go from MacGruber Val to Aunt Val I just watched McGruber. You guys, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> Let's go pound some cuts. <laughs> I know, I know. I You're gonna totally rip my dick off and shove it dick. down my throat. <laughs> so full of nonsense. You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah, I know. You're gonna rip my dick off and shove it down my throat. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we had we covered. We had an MFK. We talked about all types of things. We. Guy that got killed at the beach, the Australian vegans and their distraughtness mm-hmm. over a, you know, something they brought on themselves. I would say. Sure. Totally. Um, <clears throat> you know, we talked about the moon landing. Didn't really get too in depth. <laughs> Year four. I think I'm still on the fence yeah. about whether or not we've been to the moon. I'm indifferent. You're indifferent. You're apathetic. I oh, get that. Doesn't matter. Apollo 13 is still a good movie, and uh, the moon is still maybe there. But we did. We did. I, I'm. I'm wary that we created our church because it's such a good name. I feel like it's someone out there. Like we'll see it in six weeks. Yeah. There'll be a, a TV show where our church name is. You ever. You ever wonder if the moon is just like the Truman Show and it's just like a big like fake thing in the sky? Well, no. But the Truman Show is a very interesting film. Yeah. I love that kind of aspect. I think. That's <clears> and for Ed sure. Harris. Ed Harris. I mean. Milk money. The or Lenny. Come on. Laura Lenny. Mm. And the one that he actually liked that was actually much prettier than Lauren Lenny, but I don't know who the chick was. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was in it, yeah. He was kind of a big deal. (laughs) The guy from... You know, I love John Glenn. (laughs) The guy from... The uh, neighbor from The Americans. His best friend growing up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy. There's other people... What a mindfuck that would be (laughs) if you were Truman and that was real. Yeah, and then you get out... Like, I think if I was Truman in the Truman Show, <clears throat> and then I got out to the real world, it wouldn't be long for I was like, all right, let's, let's go back let's go back to my hometown. Yeah, seriously. I often think about the Truman Show, like, did they film him jacking off? Because the, yeah. the whole thing was, you know, yeah. his whole life playing out on camera. Do they have kids? I don't remember. No, they don't have kids. Mm. But they have sex. I don't know. The sex is one thing. If yeah. they show that, they show that. But like a you know fourteen year old like think about the the political not political but the kind of like challenges yeah. of well is it kitty porn what are we watching oh, yeah, here because you're documenting him from childbirth and like poor Truman when he's fourteen and you know did some reading in the science book and he's gonna use his toothbrush handle see if he can make himself come through the butt 
and it's on TV. <laughs> Like, and then he goes out into the real world. Yeah. No one wants to talk about the other 15 years that came after yeah. that. Like, hey, so about the the um, toothpaste up your butt cum episode? When you were trying to milk your own prostate with the handle of a toothbrush, <laughs> I was crying with tears of laughter and sadness. But it made me feel but so you connected. Pulled it off. You pulled <laughs> it off, and we tuned in the next day to see if you did it again. And you didn't disappoint. <laughs> you haven't disappointed since. <laughs> The thing I want to know is, why keep using the same toothbrush? <laughs> and when did you make the decision to go bristle first? <laughs> you, you designate one toothbrush handle for buttholes. <laughs> you buy a new toothbrush for teeth. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's wrap it with that. Enjoy the episode. It's got a lot. I don't think it's going to... That might have been the pinnacle right there in the first three minutes. Uh, always, always, always designate your toothbrushes. One for <laughs> anal and one for mouth. Get the rib for your pleasure. Get the rib for your pleasure. WFUC. Hey! Bam! Holla. What is this we're doing? All right, I'll, I'll go back to searching. At least we're recording. Yeah, now. record and search. I, I mean, I would rather record <laughs> and search and you pick almost any film I've, I thought you were going to pick. I'm doing this. As good as it gets, <laughs> it's... Uh, people, help the la- the golden voice. He's, he's, I mean, haven't we done it? Haven't we done Roadhouse? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, have we done Roadhouse? I don't know if we've done Roadhouse. Pause for effect. <laughs> Stage freeze. Don't say stage freeze. Just do it. <laughs> I'm so much better at acting than you. I don't think we should watch Accountant of Auschwitz. I have a feeling it'd be kind of a bummer of a movie. Well, that's a that's a you know documentary, I believe. I had a feeling. I don't think we've ever watched a documentary, and I think that's for the best because <laughs> if we started watching a documentary, it might go. There's a lot of ways it could it could go south on us. I think number one, it would just divulge into a conversation strictly about Mick Schmeier and his right. documentary. Right. And then what's, I mean, I guess from a creative standpoint, that might be a good thing. Do you want to watch uh, Waterboy? <laughs> sure. At this point, just <laughs> anything was better than Paul, Paul Blart, Mutt Scarface. Scarface, you can see a, a young Michelle Pfeiffer. You know, is that something you want to see? I don't mind it. That's just the, this, okay, that's a perfect example of what I talk about with too much bone. I mean, you look at her, you can yeah, literally see funny, a skeleton. But they were trying to portray... That like, whole body type, that's that's cocaine. another issue, that that 80s body type, and I grew up, you know, I was born in the 80s, grew up enough in the 80s to have seen it, especially with your old man and us being on the beach and we're screaming out the window of a Jeep. Mm-hmm. But that body type just doesn't the, hold up. The teeny bikini? The, the, the little weird bikini and the high-strapped... Bottoms. The high-strapped high thing is coming back in a big way. It shouldn't. It's coming it back shouldn't. in a big way. In fact, Does it beat the low? Absolutely not. Uh, the ones I've seen as of late, I would I would say yes, because they're doing it in a skimpier way than they did in the 80s. So it's much less material, and they're high-strapping it, and when they high-strap it, it actually kind of creates like a Michael Jordan bacon collar. 
on the front of the bikini and it kind of opens up a little bit and, and gives you like a little peek inside if they lay a certain way. They're what they know what they're doing. I'm gonna let that pause for dramatic <laughs> effect. That was an overly embellished. They know what they're doing. I, I'm sorry. I, I just disagree. I, I don't like the look. I never have that '80s that '80s high blonde hair and the. I only say this because I was in an antique store yesterday and they had a very impressive stack of nudie mags. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> that just '70s '80s boobs look just weird. I won't disagree with you there. But Real I, pointy I, nipples. I do think I could find some modern examples of high-string bikini waistline that you'd be well, certainly on board with. In fact, I posted some not that long ago to the Instagram of that Australian model. She's got fake boobs, but she's doing the, the, the very thing I'm referencing, where it's high and not bad. Mm. So I'll take your word for it. it I'll let you like be the you, judge. Uh, seems like you bogged down looking for a, Ooh, how a about, film. How about Gremlins? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right. I realize the, the issue here is we're stuck on the Apollo 13 search. Oh. Well, I brought that up because, you know, we're always, by the time our, our seven or eight listeners um, are hearing this, we're always a week behind. Mm. But I, I had wanted to know your thoughts on the moon landing that we just commemorated the 50th anniversary of. You mean the fake moon landing? <laughs> It's kind of where I'm going. I'm trying to, to Can I gauge. Push this you a Absolutely. Bit just to get you some more box. I don't, I don't need less box, but I want to make sure you have enough. We all need more box. But my dog got lots of box while I was on vacation. That's uh, apparently he Brian's puppy was at my parents' house, and apparently Monster's tongue and that puppy's vagina were like best friends <laughs> the whole time. My dad said Monster's never going to want to leave because there's puss at Pappy and Susu's house. <laughs> Just went down, huh? <laughs> yeah, and apparently the puppy was all right with it. <laughs> and great, my dog's gonna have box. Monster's box a diddler. Breath. He's a diddler. Yeah, because he's a he's, puppy diddler. I've always said, living with Monster, he's an he's an old French bulldog, and he doesn't like my kids. I've always said it's like we have an old gay roommate. <laughs> <laughs> he's taco choring the world right now. <laughs> he must be bi. Yeah. But I was like, that's the example. He's like, ugh, I don't like your kids. <laughs> I'm going down to Cabo for a week. Cabo. <laughs> well, I just brought it up because you know we did have the 50th anniversary. Um, yeah. It, that, where do you stand on this? We've talked about conspiracy. What? Theories. Whether or not it's real? Yeah. What do you? Uh, what I think, do you think it's real. In fact, one of my favorite viral videos is of the dick nose with a Bible in his hand yelling at Buzz Aldrin. And Getting then, punched. And then Buzz, like all what 90 plus years old, just cold cocks him. I don't think he's 90. He's still alive. And the punch happened in 2003. So okay. That one, so he's 103? 69? 70? No, he's older than that. He's no, 2003? I imagine he was probably born in 40, mid, early 40s. So, yeah, 60-ish. Boom. I said it, and it's here, and this is what we're going to put it Observe and report. It's better than Paul Bart Mall Cop. I'm just too. saying. You don't believe in the moon landing. Hold on. I, I like to do this to, to bait my mother. Yeah. Because she's all about the stars and the celestials and whatever, any other things she... Hence, she, oh, my stars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sigh. Um, but... Oh, when she gets here. Oh, man. When she catches up in about two and a half years, we're in some deep trouble. But yeah, it, it definitely baits her. And I know my dad's a big that's one of his like big memories as a child. 
But I, I, I do wonder. I, I just wonder. Why never, you know, you went back. Did you ever get there to begin with, you know? Buzz Aldrin's 89. Now. Now. How old was he? That's what I was saying. So no, that I take off 16 I, years, well, he was 72? I didn't realize that video was that old. I thought no. that video was like <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't, worry, don't worry about it. Fuck. Don't well, I know we'll get it. feedback. I know I know who the, the people that will correct my terrible math. I, uh... So you think it was real? There's nothing. There's nothing to report there. I don't. I don't have any reason to think it wasn't real. Like, you don't know about the, the famous picture with the the astronaut staying there and the shadow is going yeah. one way, but the rock shadow is going another. That can't. That cannot. I mean, I physically do think. Happen. I do think as a nation and, and a nuclear uh, power race with Russia, we are probably petty enough to just fake it mm. to say we we beat them. Right. <laughs> Because I, I think that's listen, I think that's a possibility. I think the reason you don't go back, I think one of it, let's hypothetically say we didn't go, and it mm. was the most well scripted, wonderfully pulled off, basically scam on the, the people of the world mm. that America has landed on the moon. You know, well, you only go back a few times, supposedly, supposedly right. right? And then you never go back. It's been like forty some odd years, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. Yeah, forty is about right. Because I think I guess they did it for another few years after sixty nine. Yeah, but. If you go back now, hey, wait, where's that flag? <laughs> and there's supposed to be a, a plaque here. Ah, the moon wind took it. <laughs> exactly what Trumpian Americans was. Oh, the solar winds picked it up. God himself. Oh, Jesus came down to the moon after his favorite country planted their flag, and he took it home to his heavenly father and... His twin brother, the Holy Spirit, and the they, Spirit. they they crafted a blanket out of it, and they <laughs> sleep nestled in the American flag. Now, Baron, they've turned it into Baron's graduation present. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ sleeps in the American flag as a as a nightgown. <laughs> okay. We'll no, get- but I did always wonder, like, like in an age where, like. Like, just to kind of echo what I was talking about before with New York, like in an age when air conditioners were just kind of coming on the scene, we also managed to put adult men in like, just like, in like just loosely welded together metal and what always looks like, like crinkly tinfoil in the movies on the moon. You know what Sorry, I, mean? I haven't seen this movie in so long. It's just a guy running around to touch it, slut. I'm going to fuck you. He's just showing his dick in the, the thing, parking lot. The thing about this movie that they didn't do in the trailer was emphasize <coughs> the hard R nature of it. Because in the trailers, it always just looked like another dumb mall cop movie. But it's like, no, this is actually like a hard R movie. No, but like like when you see Apollo 13 and you see like what the the ship's made out of, it's like... What is that, like plastic and tinfoil? Is that duct tape? <laughs> You're going to an, a, an area where there's no breathable oxygen uh-huh. and just metal and tubes. And like meanwhile, down on Earth in 1960, whatever, like most of the homes still don't have air conditioning or fucking television with color yet. Yeah. Like the two, the two don't add up. Right. Like when you think of like available technology to the citizens and then, oh, but we did manage to send people to the moon with a fraction of the technology we have today. <laughs> like, they sent them there, like, in the in Apollo 13 when they have problems to work out. Instead of turning to Google, they're giving, like, like yellow legal pads and calculators out and drawing <laughs> fucking geometries. Like, they, had a, they, had a, they had a, I believe they had a chalkboard, to be fair. 
Exactly. We sent people to the moon with fucking chalkboard geometry. It does seem weird that we've landed people on the moon while we still use chalkboard to, at NASA. Yeah. Not at like John F. Kennedy Elementary School in everywhere it USA, also but at seems, NASA. It also seems weird that the majority of the men in that control room were chain-smoking cigarettes. Why would they not be? Well, it, let's, again, assuming like it's in, real, what a stressful job. Again, just in terms of the age of technology, like, I haven't figured out the whole cancer kills thing, but we are going to send people to the moon. <laughs> like, it just doesn't add up. Why? Bring back rocks, of course. <laughs> well, that's good. The moon landing. You're, you're in the yes category for now. I'm in the, I'm in the, what do I have? What's in it for me to believe it one way or the other? Got it. I'm kind of ag- indifferent, apathetic I'm to the moon landing. I'm kind of agnostic. Landing. Agnostic about on the moon, moon landing. landing. Like okay. maybe, maybe not. It it really it doesn't add any value to my life. <laughs> right. If we did or didn't. Fair enough. I do Fair enjoy enough. the Buzz Aldrin punch video though. I need to see that again. It's been a minute. And uh, I, I liked John Glenn. <laughs> Good. I don't. Should, he's dead. We could. Uh, I'm just saying. Like, the guy, what do you mean? You, I liked you were not even a, a, I a baby. The, I remember he was a, in the news for a while as an older man for something. I was like, oh, yeah, that guy's cool. I like John Glenn. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what? I really like that Kenneth Starr, the guy that went after Clinton. I really liked him. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Uh, another one here for you. I thought about, okay. I want to see your excitement level while we watch Observe and Report. I forgot she's in that. Top Gun 2. You excited? Yeah, I read online that Tom Cruise has basically been quoted as saying it's a love letter to like jet aircraft mm-hmm. or, or Air Force aviation, something yeah. to that effect. Love letter to aviation. Yeah. So, I mean... Apparently, the, the very little CGI. They're doing a lot of stuff with real planes, catching heavy Gs. I, he just, he seems like he would be such a treat to get to meet. <laughs> just seems so fucking nice. <laughs> Like, and I, I've told my, I have literally told myself before, be like Tom Cruise when you meet somebody new. Say their name three times so you fucking remember. Mm-hmm. My problem isn't remembering. It's just I never listened to begin with. But yeah, like he, like I've watched him interact with people like in uh, candid videos and he's engaged. Like, li- like he's, he's locked in and in, like Scientology must be doing something for him. <laughs> but yeah, he's like Austin. Austin, nice to meet you. Austin. He's like doing fucking forearm pirate handshake. Yeah, like the Roman handshake where both arms go up to the shoulder. It's like blocking eye contact, saying your name over and over again. It's probably disarming technique. And affirming it because he says like, yes, Brent. Yes. Awesome. Nice to meet you, Brent. Brent. Like he's ever going to see your ass again. He's probably a machine that's just noting. He's reading your eye retinas and sending them back to a supercomputer. Run by when David Miscavige in Scientology. When you were on that train with, with uh, Rebecca De Mornay having sex at Risky Business, like, did you really see her naked? <laughs> There's an avenue to get some, to get some uh, what do they call it, no new, or some notoriety, whether it's negative or not. We, we should make enemies of scientific Scientologists. Okay. Of course, that is unless M and P is a Scientologist. We might have found we might have found the thing. Yeah, all all if <laughs> all roads to possible offense must be run through the filter of is this going to run Matt off? <laughs> which, speaking of which, read an article today. Matt had good emails, by the way. They were they were great. I, I, they need, I can't are. recall them at the moment, but they were good. There's a scourge going on in Australia right now, and I want to tell you about it because I want you know Matt's going to be giving us input, I'm sure. Mm. But there's a rash. Of uh, Domino's pizza chains that are they have this vegan pizza, mm. okay, veggies, 
Vegan cheese. No, I'm not gay. Vegan bread. (laughs) Apparently it's a big hitter over there. People love it. But there's a scourge lately. Multiple incidents that made national news now. Mm. All the way to my phone outside of your office here in Atlanta. Where the employees at some of these Domino's are putting a shitload of salami underneath the vegan cheese. Just packing (laughs) it full of meat. Good. And then... These, and the vegans that are complaining, like, we asked for it not to be cut so there's no cross-contamination. And they, like, list out these demands that, you know, the, the guy on the other end of the phone or online yeah. that's reading the order, of course they put salami in the pizzas. Yeah. Because they they get the vegan pizza, okay, that's let's make it. But then they look at the instruction box <laughs> underneath it. Please I want a fresh, they said a freshly cleaned knife. Yeah. Or don't cut it at all. They, all this other, like, list of demands. And I was like, man... Yeah, no, if I worked at that Domino's guy, like, yeah, you're going to get salami and a little cum. <laughs> Just hold the salami. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give them their vegan pizza and be like, this is a new sauce. <laughs> you're going to love it. This is kind of like it's Alfredo. Not technically vegan. There's a little bit of protein on this one. This is kind of like Alfredo, but it's more uh, oceany. <laughs> you, know that, you know that taste when you're... And you're bobbing in the ocean, and a wave just crashes over you and gets salt in your mouth. Something like, like that. Like you kind of like hock a loogie, and then it comes back in, so there's salt water mixed in with it. Ew. It's too good of a description of anything. It's gross. <laughs> but yeah, that made national news. Yeah, Scourge Matt- of Austin. And it was a weird city name. It was like G-Y-M-E-A. Like In my mind, it was like Jimia. But I know that's not right. Jimia. Probably like Gamaya. Gamaya. And Joe Gamaya. Yeah, I, I just ended up, when I, as I was reading the article, I just substituted Gamaya for like Bullet Town <laughs> or Guzzle, Guzzoline Town. Guzzoline. I still have yet to, I gotta remember to call it Guzzoline. <laughs> Kristen has an aunt who I saw this past week who's actually going to Australia, but she won't be going anywhere near. I asked, obviously, like, are you going anywhere near Albury or Adelaide? And she said no. <laughs> but yeah, I remember now Matt's email had something to do with uh, like a giant uh, coin that the Australian mint produced I think for us and it's like on display or they produced it but it's on display here it's somewhere in New York City mm. and it made me think like and it's no fault of Matt's like everybody when I said yeah I'll be in New York they everybody You're in Manhattan for, for everybody forgets that New York is a, like a huge state and that you know uh, the island that is New York City is like a blip and like then it's not, it's not even, it doesn't even really look like it's ta- attached to the actual state mm-hmm. And, like, I was nine driving hours north-northwest of of that city. So it's like, there's not even a chance of, like, oh, yeah, we'll pop down for a day. Like, <laughs> it's like, no. Like, we're in, like, rural, remote, poor, barely still functioning town, New York. <laughs> it's true. The only reason, I mean, my father-in-law told me. It's all going to go downhill when the old cotton mill closes. <laughs> My it's 2019. My father-in-law used to tell me, like, we're rednecks in the north. I'm from a poor white trash town on a beautiful lake. And he's not. he wasn't exaggerating. The thing that keeps the town alive is there's a SUNY school right in the middle of it. So yeah. there's a massive college, so they have new crops of kids coming in every year. Um, but your locals are, you know, just sort of blue-collar, working class. There used to be, I believe, an army and an air force base that was like the main game in that town. And when those got taken away, it kind of just became a poor town. But it sits on Lake Champlain, which I believe is America's largest lake that's not a Great Lake. Hmm. So it's huge. It actually is man-made. 
No, it's no. natural. Natural lake, huh? Um, it was, <clears throat> they have attempted multiple times to get it Great Lake status, but it doesn't quite make the cutoff. But that's how big it is. Mm. Like when you look out at it, it's like looking out at the ocean. Mm. There's just water as far as you can see. I don't know about the listener. I am loving this geography lesson. However, <laughs> it is not fulfilling my <laughs> New York story requirements. I know you, I saw that Facebook picture with the whole fam. I took a picture of that and I just zoomed in on your face. Yeah, I was hot and sweaty. In that and I picture. could see it. I could see the glisten. I could yeah. see the repressed anger. I could see the bitterness. Well, that bitterness. There's so many things coming through your eyeballs in that picture that only the laugh man and maybe a handful of others <laughs> would I'll try and condense the, the story. We flew out there. We flew to Burlington, Vermont, which is opposite side of the Home lake. of the Coat Factory. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's the nearest airport to the town because there's not a real airport in the town. There is there is one, but you have to take like like a what do they call it? A puddle jumper plane mm-hmm. to get there. So we flew into Burlington, which apparently is like the worst airport in the fucking country. <laughs> uh, we got picked up, drove across the lake, got into the town of Plattsburgh. Um, the room we were given had an air conditioner in it. So I put that motherfucker down to like 66, put the ceiling fan on full blast, shut the door. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, you know. Gonna, Conserving my air. Yeah, I'm cooling this room, not the hallway. <laughs> it's not my fault these people didn't put central air in years ago. <laughs> the girls wanted the bunk bedroom, and I'm like, you guys, there's not AC in here. Are you going to be all hot and sweaty in the middle of the night and come crying in our room? Like, no, we want the bunk bedroom. So they took it. And to their credit, they stayed in there. But every time I'd go check on them, like, sheets, blanket, kicked off, faces red, sweat, <laughs> forehead. It's like, yeah, I don't know how you're doing this. Because I wouldn't be able to sleep in this shit. Um, but, you know, the, the lake is pretty. There's nothing, I have nothing negative to say about the lake. And it's great visiting with Kristen's family. But I, I pissed off my sister-in-law because she's like... There's one night when we're sitting in the basement drinking beer. That's all there is to do there is just drink beer and sit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> She's like, I don't know what the big deal is about coming up here. All you have to do is get on an airplane in Atlanta and land in Burlington. And you're here. It's like, well, do you fly with children? Because <laughs> I did. You ever taken kids through the Atlanta airport security? It's not easy. It's not fun. I don't particularly like doing it. I would do it, however, if my destination was beautiful. <laughs> And, she's, and then I said, and then you can add in the cost of getting here. And then, and to try and take a jab back at me, she's like, well, you didn't pay for it. I'm like, you're right, I didn't. Because I didn't have $3,000 to spare <laughs> last year on airfare to what is essentially a hole-in-the-wall town in the top of New York State. Uh, and frankly, if I did have $3,000 extra, there are at least 30 places I can think of I would rather go to with that money. One of them's Kroger. <laughs> And she was like, you, and I was like, I don't have anything against this town. I like seeing the family that's here. The lake is beautiful. But when you say to me, you can spend 22 hours in the car or you can spend three grand and your destination is sunny, hot, no air conditioning, Plattsburgh. <laughs> like, I'm not on board. And it, the means, do, or the, what did I say? I said, the ends don't justify the means. <laughs> and she said, you know, she's, and I said this in front of her cousins who some still live there. She's like, you know, they still live here. Like, you're kind of insulting this town. I said, no, I'm not. This town's beautiful. What it takes to get here sucks. <laughs> and then to Mike, and then to, uh, much, <coughs> Damn. much to my, uh, uh, 
I don't know what the word is, but her chagrin. No, it's the opposite. My her husband chimed in. And he said, "You spent three thousand dollars to get here." I said, "I didn't. Her dad did because that's how bad they wanted us to come here." And he goes, "Fuck! For that amount of money, we could all go to Hawaii." He's like, <laughs> "Exactly." <laughs> For that amount of money, we could all have gone to Hawaii. Instead, here we sit. In the air conditioningless basement of a house on the lake. Oh, and we can't go outside because the sun has gone down and the mosquitoes are huge. Great. This is just like... Like it's nice, but like the whole time we're there, it's just fucking stressful. So what it's was hot. the what was the, the the straw? Oh, you wanna know about that picture? No, no. No. Oh. Picture, I'll let that live forever in its own soup. Well, but. we had to check out of the house a day early from, from when we were there because of the way the week fell. So we're all temporarily homeless, but there's a hotel we can check into, and I'm just, like, thanking God because I know that whole hotel room is going to be ice cold. <laughs> we don't go straight there. We went to a friend or a relative's house in a nearby town. She has no AC. Oh, good. None whatsoever. And this on the hottest day, apparently, that's ever happened in the history of upstate New York. Because everybody from there was like, gosh, it's hot. It never gets hot like this. And I'm like, yeah, I think it does, because it is today. <laughs> and I said it to you before we recorded. I was like, I just thought of this today. Like, the, the justification, which I understand, was it's only hot like this, like, maybe 14 days out of the year. You just don't need an air conditioner. And I thought, well, you know, it only gets down to 10 degrees in Georgia in the middle of, like, February, 14 days out of the year. But you know what? We have fucking heat. (laughs) You know, we don't use it that much, but when it gets cold, guess what? We get to turn on the heat. I was like, that's the difference between, like, you divide the line between Northerners and Southerners. It's like the Southerners were like, it's hot. We should do something about it. And the Northerners were like, it's hot, but it'll get cold eventually. (laughs) Like, I don't, I like, there's a proactiveness, like, just in terms of, like, the way I move, the way I think, the way, like, I'm always thinking a couple steps ahead about needs for the girls, what are we going to do if, if this happens, should we plan for this, we should go ahead and get some, and, like, the, the general vibe, especially with just the locals up there is like, eh, hey, we'll just kind of hang out, see what happens, like, that's, that's the difference between, like, my thinking and theirs, like, it's hot, let's buy an air conditioner, versus, it's hot, but it's, Usually not, so let's not worry about it. I'm like, all right, but it is today. Like, wouldn't you like even if you just had a window unit in your bedroom, like a room that was cool? Yeah, for two hundred dollars, you could assure yourself that on those rare days where yeah. it's hot. Like, and I remember when. We were of course, that as you age, though. My experience yeah. with, with elderly people yeah. is that it, if it's ninety-eight degrees outside, their room is eighty-two. Yeah, and they're not, they're, and they're still under a blanket. Well, I mean, everybody in this group, even the eldest of them, was like, was noticeably sweating. And, and we, even while we were at this house, someone suggested, like, let's walk actually down into town because it, it's, it's like, it'd be like living like just on the outskirts of Athens. Like, you could like walk uh, two city blocks and be in the downtown. It's like there's a bakery with ice cream and cold drinks and they have AC. It's like, fuck yes, let's go sit mm-hmm. there. And I can't sit in this room any longer. To make matters worse, the bathroom we were politely asked to use, and this is a really cute, for lack of a better word, house, by the way, like sort of like an old country house in New York. Neat house to be in, just unbearably hot. The bathroom we were politely asked to use was upstairs, mm. where it was even hotter. Yeah. And I had to take a mean shit. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing like... No green juice. No. <laughs> there's nothing like taking a sweaty shit. <laughs> 
where you're like where you can feel your body sliding on the seat because because you're just you're just accumulating moisture under your fat dripping legs. sweat just beads running down my shame face and some tears just, just and... looking forward so much to when I'm done shitting and I can splash cold sink water on my face like I'm an, like I'm an old southerner in a fucking cold <laughs> So we uh, we went down to the ice cream place. Girls had ice cream. At this point, I'm kind of like over just the whole thing. Like this whole, we don't have anywhere we're particularly staying right now. Our luggage is in the car. It's hot as fuck. There's no telling if and when we're going to this hotel. I was just kind of, I was kind of tuned out. Mm-hmm. And then when we eventually decide it's time to go to the hotel where I know the air conditioning is, that's when someone says, oh, we should go see so-and-so's house before we go. And Kristen goes, no, we're going to the goddamn hotel. Like I knew it was, I knew we're all, like tensions are mounting when, when she's yelling about the heat. So now you're on the plane and, <clears throat> and the conversation has started. Oh yeah. So Burlington, apparently Burlington airport, apparently just looked to, the Just to provide the cunt, you're back on the plane. Yeah. Talk of the, the next trip up. Well, it was is just. happening. And, and you saw <laughs> what finally uh, was a clear opportunity yeah, chance for you to to put the uh, proverbial foot down. Yeah, well, I mean the whole the whole trip was just kind of like Kristen even said, like the whole trip was just kind of stressful, like from day one because of the temperatures, and the there's just a general uncoordinated, clusterfuckish nature to getting that whole group together mm-hmm. and making a plan, and so the whole time you're just kind of on edge. Like there was a day when it was like three o'clock, and I was like, we haven't fed the kids lunch yet. We need to stop and get some lunch. Like, oh, oh yeah, we should eat. Like, really? Like, am I the only one thinking about the fact that the kids kind of whiffed breakfast and it's three o'clock and we haven't eaten yet? So there's just a general frustration to the trip in general in between the niceties with family visiting and lake views. And we're in the Burlington airport mm-hmm. and we've sent, and we've been warned that Burlington's like the worst airport. Burlington will just cancel your flight. Without, really? Without notice. Okay. Just be like, oh, yeah, that plane that you were supposed to fly out on is not coming in, so we're just it's canceled. Mm. Like, okay, so now what? I'm like, uh, we'll, maybe there'll be another one. Like, <laughs> but there's there's no, like, they'll just kind of, like, leave you hanging. And, like, I even had my brother-in-law had to leave the Burlington Airport one year, go back to, like, stay in a hotel for a night, and then, thank God, had his passport and had to go to Montreal, Canada, to get a flight back home to Los Angeles. Mm. Something along those lines. So I'm already kind of on edge. It's been a tough trip, and now we're in the world's worst airport. Right. Flight's supposed to take off at 5, and then it pops up delayed. It's taking off at 5.15. I was like, God damn it, don't be a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying in fucking Burlington Airport. Mm-hmm. And then it's 5.29. Like, all right. We're okay. <laughs> just trying to breathe through anger. And then this other flight pops up on the screen, and it's Delta service to Detroit. And it's supposed to take off at 5.30, and it's showing as on time. Now, our flight was supposed to take off at 5 o'clock, and it's delayed. This flight's supposed to take off at 5.30. It's on time, but it's the same fucking kind of plane. And I was like, so they're going to board the Detroit flight to maintain its on-time status. And make us now an hour late. Because we're already fucked, so why not fuck them a little bit? Yeah, more? yeah. Like, I already stuck the tip in. Let me stick the whole dick in. <laughs> and so, now there's, like, general worry. Like, are we going to get on a plane at all? Because they're boarding one ahead of us that's supposed to take off after us. 
Long story short, we do eventually get on the plane, but a whole hour later than we were supposed to, which kind of fucked up our ground transportation plans coming home. So I'm already kind of mad. And we're in our seats. The whole plane is seated. And then the Delta, uh, I see a Delta attendant get on the plane. <clears throat> She's got a little ticket stub in her hand. And they've been calling for volunteers to give up a seat the whole time we're in the airport and nobody's jumping on it. And so she walks back to my seat. She's like, are you Brent Hickman? Uh, and I, I just said, I was like, yep, what? <laughs> and fortunately, I was sitting with Adelaide and she goes, who is this? I said, it's my five-year-old daughter that I'm flying with. <laughs> as in, you can't leave her alone in the plane because some prick who's a standby out front wants to go to Atlanta. <laughs> And she's like, oh, okay. And she turns around and walks away. And Kristen turns around. She's like, what was that? I was like, they were going to try and get me off the plane for a standby. Like, they've been calling for it the whole time we're here. And it's fucking standard plane policy. They'll just pick somebody at random and, and bump them to the next one. <laughs> and, she, and she rolled her eyes. And I was like, never. It couldn't have been, it, it might have been a standby situation. It could have been an overbooked <clears throat> situation. Either way. Too fucking, they wouldn't, they wouldn't yeah. put a standby on the plane for That's a true. For, for Either way. It's overbooked. Yeah. Either way. Too fucking bad. Pick somebody else. I'm flying with a kid. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you unseat me, you've got to unseat three other people. Like, pick somebody else or tell the over, overbooked person who walked in last, like, get here on time. It's fucking Burlington. It's like a one-gate airport. There's no excuse. There's one section of security. We were in and out in three seconds. Like, why are you late? It's not our fucking problem. No, but, like, at the at just the... We're already taking off well past an hour late. And just at the mere thought... That this is the kind of situation where I could just be asked to stay in Burlington until tomorrow. I was like, That was it. I was like, I looked, she's looking at me. I said, I will never do this trip this way ever a fucking again. <laughs> no goddamn way. <laughs> it's been it's been more stressful than fun. The fun did not outweigh the stress. I have not stopped sweating since we the landed. The ends did not match the means. The ends do not justify the means. We didn't even pay for it. And that was, that was the thing. I was like, if I had, if like the only thing that would have made that worse is if I could, if I knew in the back of my head, this cost me $3,000. <laughs> just fucking t- jog grinding frustration and sweat cost, cost me like a huge chunk of my yearly income. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I'm telling you, you gotta you gotta kibosh that shit, man. Well, and there are like when we were there, she's like, "So do you think if we can afford it, we'll come back next July?" I was like, "No, well, if I- we can afford this trip, we can afford to take the girls to fucking Honolulu, <laughs> and that's where I'd rather go." <laughs> I don't need to come back here and, and try and coordinate <clears throat> how often I go to our bedroom to stop the sweat from going <laughs> down my back. Coordinated trip. Where's Brent? Oh, it's the quarter. Like there it's was quarter hour first mark. Or, first or second night we're there, she comes upstairs. She's like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, just, you know, sitting here on my phone trying to get the sweat to stop for a little bit. And then I'll come back downstairs. And then eventually when some of the room cleared out, I found the one downstairs unit like that you have. It's just completely off. And I'm like, who the fuck? Like, it's in here. Like, turn, it's not costing you anything. Turn it on. They just got the doors open, like, letting in 89 degree air feels good. I'm like, God damn it. I don't fucking get it. Even my skinny sister-in-law is like, it's kind of warm in here. Like, yeah, no shit. So I, I turned it on to cool the kitchen down. And, like, for, like, the rest of the time, I'm like, oh, it feels so much better in here. I'm like, yeah, you think? Because you're Fat southern in-law relative turned on the one air conditioner on this level of the house. That's why it feels better. Who'd have thought 
Those uh, Europeans really know something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, Leah would know better. <clears throat> yeah. My in-laws, I mean, they're good people, but so very different and produce a different type of teeth grinding. Yeah. But they do have AC. They just rarely turn it on. Like, I, don't, I don't get that. And even Kristen. They're old, though. These are old people. Even Kristen said about, like, the house we were at for half a day, she's like, I just don't know how how you do that. Like, why, Like, how do you do that? And she said it out loud, and her dad's like, well, you know, they just don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, this isn't, like, fucking caviar. <laughs> like, well, they just they can't afford it. It's, <laughs> it's kind like, of like, just, it's like it's a fucking, In that town, it's like if someone got Central AC, like the rest of the town would be like, they're putting on airs. <laughs> I got a color TV over at the Johnson's house. Of course, not what upstate New York sounds like. But no, not at all. But I, I, she was like, after I said that, she goes, "You don't like seeing Drew? Drew's my brother-in-law from LA." I was like, "I love seeing Drew. I'd love to see Drew more often, but not here. <laughs> we go to Los Angeles, stay at Drew's house. He can come to Atlanta. We see him like in between at family weddings. We can make." Fucking Drew's the one down in the basement who came to my aid when I was bickering with your sister that for that amount of money, we could all go to fucking Hawaii. <laughs> like, let's plan a trip and go to Hawaii with Drew. <laughs> let's not spend just as much money to come back here again. Yeah. Like, how many summers, like, uh, I was trying to explain to the relatives that I might have offended. I was like, you know, my, my W, what I earn is not a lot. And $3,000, if I have it right. for a vacation. Here we go. Here's a hypothetical. Would be a big chunk. And for me to just always assume that that's going to be spent to come here every summer until my in-laws. We, we, we know. We, we've heard you. We've Ugh. heard you. Hypothetical. The only beach trip you get to take for 15 years <clears throat> is to Folly Beach in yeah. the grayest of the seasons. Yeah. The murkiest of the waters. Speaking of AC, I don't think it's on. I don't think it is either. I got a nice <laughs> little bead working. But for 15 years, you only get Folly Beach. I'm sorry. Or one more trip. <laughs> To Plattsburgh. Oh, one trip versus 15 to Folly? Mm-hmm. It's 15 to Folly all day. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, there you just, go. Just, There's a win for Charleston. There, <laughs> we, we, we have found a Plattsburgh. Just that, distance, well, distance, and I'm fairly certain that most structures that I will walk into in, in the Charleston. state of South Carolina yeah. will be kept cool. Oh, for sure. You have to keep those people on ice. Like that was, you pointed, you talk about that picture where you zoomed in on my face. That was a restaurant that half the group didn't want to go to, but got outvoted because the other half did. And when I say half, pretty much like one individual, like that was cousin's night and we were all supposed to go out and eat together. And me and the other people who don't live there were like, Let's go to the Monopole. The Monopole is this crusty dive bar that, like, underage college kids drink at and, like, hardcore local pickled nose upstate New York, like, day drinkers drink at. Mm-hmm. But the wings and Sicilian pizza are fucking awesome. And it's cheap. We can get beer pitchers and shots and cheap food and there's plenty of... Sp- Let's go there. And one of Kristen's cousins is like, oh, I want to go to this place. There's like a the Leons of, of Plattsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. Like, we have, like, $0 to spend on food. It's a tight budget. I'm looking at the menu. It's, like, a fucking $13 cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> and, like, and even Kristen was like, I don't want to go to some hoity-toity place. I came, like, purposely with, like, ratty T-shirts and jeans expecting to go to dive bars while we were here. Mm-hmm. And we get in there. There's no air. There's no at a air. restaurant? They have one of your units, but it's at the top of the ceiling where all the heat is. <laughs> yeah. It's not doing anything. <laughs> And even my thin brother-in-law, who lives in L.A., who's kind of used to, like, 
AC-less environments because of growing up in Los Angeles. He's the one sitting there just like like a preacher, just wiping his forehead. He's like, good God, it's hot in here. Like, yeah, it's hot in here, and none of us really want to eat here, and I'm just getting, I just want to not be in here right now. (laughs) (laughs) And so when the meal was finally over, and we were $60 lighter for a fucking chicken sandwich and charcuterie board. Oh, my God. uh, And, to be fair, two margaritas, which were good. I, I shit on the restaurant. The food was good, but it's just not what we wanted to go do. Then when we gathered outside, and there's like a, Nice 80-something degree breeze. It felt great compared to being in the restaurant. I was like, let's take a group photo. And I'm just like, it's just, it's hard not to look angry when you're angry. Right. Like, I don't know how to mask it. And then we did eventually go to the place we all originally wanted to go to. And me and Drew and some of the other guys, we got our fucking chicken wings anyways. Like, fuck that. We're still getting the shit we wanted. (laughs) And we actually stayed there for a while. Did like four rounds of tequila shots. Pitchers of beer. And Drew looked at me, he's like, why didn't we just come here to begin with? I'm like, dude, you're fucking preaching to the fucking choir. I don't know. And that, ladies and gentlemen, wraps up Brent's 2019 New York Upstate Adventure. Yeah, the, the thing I learned on the trip was like, for me to enjoy myself, I need, even if it's only, uh, even if it's only superficial, I need the sense that I have some independence. Mm-hmm. On that trip... You know, I didn't pay for the flight, so I didn't get to make any choices about the times or the kind of plane. We were on a 2-2 plane, like very small, mm-hmm. loud. Uh, I told him when we landed, I'm like, I kind of want to go to the grocery store. Like, ah, oh, we got stuff at the house. I'm like, well, fuck, that means I don't get to go. <laughs> I'm not allowed to drive this rental. And fortunately, one of the uh, cousins who has a Porsche, um, a Porsche that he inherited from when his father passed away is like, I'll drive you over there. We can take the Porsche. I'm like, fuck yeah. I get to ride in a Porsche, which I've never done, and I get to go to the fucking grocery store. Nice. Uh, but yeah, like, I just So learned, you did get your, your green I juices. I did get to go. I did get to go. Thank God. Uh, but I just learned about myself, like, I need this, a sense, even if it's, artif- like, not legitimate, I need the sense of some independence. Like, mm. at any moment, if I need to break away from this group and just ride into town, I can, because my car is right outside. Mm. Or I made the accommodations, so if I want to flex them, I can flex them because I'm in somewhat of that whole trip. We have like no money <laughs> and no independence. I'm just tethered to whoever has the nearest car, and I have to go to whatever hot house they're going to, <laughs> or go to whatever restaurant they're going to. It's just like I wish I had. I just what that's what I need for any circumstance. I need a sense of independence. So just I, the sense. Just the sense. Like, there is a car. I could get in it. Or, you know, we hit the lottery. I got a cool mill in the account. I can Uber wherever the fuck I want to. Like, just the sense of it. Mm. But when you're pinching pennies on vacation, it's like, oh, Uber's $7. That's $7 I won't have plus the tip. I'm not going to do that. You know, that's the way I'm thinking the whole time. So I need, I either need money or So this wasn't a vacation. It was stressful. Yeah. And that was my whole point when it was brought up about going next year. It's like, do you really want to... Fucking stress like this for a week again. <clears throat> if we could afford this, we could afford Hawaii. Well, the other funny thing he said was, you know, if they were going to do a beach, that was shot down a few different ways. But if they, your father-in-law said if they did do a beach, it would do like North Carolina beach. Yeah. Which is funny because I was just reading on the way over here. It's a, not funny. I should take all that back. It's not funny. Do you, do you, can you remember this? I want to go try and turn on the air. No, you're going to have to suffer through for a second. It'll okay. be like apropos. Considering it's not a long story, but he would bring up North Carolina beaches. And as we all know, if you've been to any North Carolina beaches, 
they're choppy. It's super. It's choppy. super choppy. It's they're not. Rough as shit. It's not like casual swimming. It's not kid friendly. It's not kid friendly. Uh, Which is the first thing I'm thinking. So, like, you have two granddaughters. Like they can't get in the water there. Just to be, just to <laughs> keep it on topical. They, it, it was such a fucked up story. Father of six from North Carolina goes to a place. I think it was called. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Something Oak Beach. I don't no, know. I've only been to the, I think, Wilmington. And it is a nice beach, but the water's too rough for little kids to get in. Same scenario. Well, anyways, this, this this father of six who's from North Carolina goes to the beach, gets hit by a wave, mm. knocks him down in, underneath the water. Hit, I, I think he said he hit something and broke his neck, turned his neck, and his throat started to swell so bad that no air could get to his brain, and he mm. died the next day. But he did all this happens in front of his kids, mm. and they're trying to pull this man out, and I can't even imagine what that looked like. Yeah. Your dad's broke neck, and his throat's starting to swell to the point. It's, and I was like, a wave? Yeah. And I, and I was telling a super fan Alan Day on the phone, I was like, I, we went down to the Gulf one time post-hurricane, right after it had blown out. Mm-hmm. And me and Burke were, were like, oh, shit. I mean, the, they had the flags up, say don't swim, but no one was around. Yeah. So we were like, we'll just go out. We're not going to swim, but yeah. we'll go out. Put your knees in. Put your knees in. And what you realize, like, what we fucking caught on to real quick was the minute your knees are submerged, you're in the zone. Like, yeah. you're already in the zone <laughs> where you're, like, and it was fun. It was a little, it, we were both amazed at the power. Of, this is not a geography show, by the way. We were amazed <laughs> at the power of the ocean. Yeah. Because... We're out in it, and we're just taking, I mean, waves over my head, and they're hitting you with such force that it sounds like someone's slapping your back, and you're thrown around, you're tumbling, you're having fun, but you're also reticent of the danger when you feel that little bit, that yeah. suck of the undertow. Yeah. And what was really interesting is when you looked up, and you're down the beach, and you're like a quarter mile away from your little chair setup. Oh, yeah, you can yeah, barely you've been, see. You've been pushed sideways. You've been pushed so far, though. I, everyone's yeah. used to the push, even yeah. on a nice, casual Panama beach. Panama Day. Matt's laughing. It's like, oh yeah, big waves. Yeah, yeah. Your head. Oh, try putting great whites in it. We get it. But it, these were huge waves, and I was amazed was by it. it. And, and we had a great day. Foot. And then I started to think like, some of these waves were so powerful that it, it put me in the only word I could use is awe. Yeah. Now, what kind of wave hit this father of sick? Now, mind you, he didn't look like the most I athletic know. type. I don't know, but I'll tell you next summer. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, if we that's where we're going. <laughs> That's, it's a funny thing, like, with my in-laws, and Kristen will laugh at this, because it's a classic scenario where my mother-in-law thinks, let's try something different for the sake of trying something different. It's that, like, because if my father-in-law had his way, it's just grilling burgers and dogs on that back porch, on in that house every summer, eight weeks out of the year if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like, he said that. It's like, if I could be here eight weeks out of the year, I'd love it. I'm like, yeah, it's not for me, but you grew up here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nostalgic for you. It's kind of a pain in the butt for me. But it is pretty. I'll give you that. Um, but, like, I had one or two Thanksgivings ago. My mother-in-law said, you know, let's not make a big deal. It's always so much work leading up to it. You don't get to enjoy yourself because you're cooking this turkey all day. She said, and a lot of people don't even really eat the turkey. They focus on the ham. So why don't I just get a honey-baked smoked turkey with the glaze on it? We can, like, keep half cold for people that want to eat it cold. We can eat heat half up in the oven to warm it up if anybody wants it that way. And then all we have to focus on is sides. It'll be so much of an easier day. And the whole room's like, that's an awesome idea. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Thanksgiving Day comes. He's got a fucking turkey in the oven. (laughs) It's like, I wanted to make my turkey. That's all he says. Like, I got to make my turkey. 
That's it. She's, and she's like, but I thought I, I went and bought this. I thought we said we, well, I got to make my turkey. Like, it's not an argument. It just says it over and over again. And I'm always laughing because I, I know him. Like I've been alone with him before where we'll have a candid conversation. And he's like, we don't do shit my way. Like that's just the way he thinks. But like, and that's, I guarantee you that's how this, what we do next summer family trip conversation went. Like I was thinking we could go to the Gulf. It, the pictures with Brent's family always look beautiful. It's white sandy beaches. We should go down there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then nothing. And like, so the golf? Well, if anything, we would go to like North Carolina. <laughs> but I'm just going to book the house up here again. <laughs> it's like, and that idea is gone. Well, I think so with, the, with that with that kind of, and I know that kind of person. I really do. Yeah. So the, the thing you do there is kind of what we're kind of experimenting with this year with Christmas holidays that no one knows about yet. But you have to just put your foot down. Yeah, it doesn't matter. In fact, you know the the argument that got thrown back at you was that you didn't even pay for this. Yeah, and I would be like, I know, I don't want even want to be here, and someone paid for me to be here, and I still don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't. I, it makes me feel yeah. bad that someone would spend that kind of money yeah. to get us here, and I still, even knowing that, can't yeah. find positive. You know what I'm saying? So what you just do there is like you know, like you did on the plane. This isn't happening again. We yeah. can do something. We yeah. can all, but this whole. Everyone coming to what sounds like an agreement, a quorum, if you will, mm-hmm. when there's a room full of people, only to watch the turkey in the oven on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> you know, yeah. that that the only way to shock the system there is to be like, well, not only are we not going to eat any turkey, we're not going to be there. <laughs> well, what's funny is that particular Thanksgiving, everybody went ham on that honey-baked turkey. Oh, if I had known the story, I would have eaten all the ham. <laughs> like, no ham is left, and people are forced to eat dry, <laughs> overcooked... Chicken thing, or but turkey. At the end of the day, like he, that particular year, he was kind of the only one getting into that turkey. He's like, we all kind of said we were just going to do this. That's kind of what I'd rather have. Because <laughs> we've talked about Thanksgiving turkey before. Like even the good ones are still kind of dry. If it's not fried, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't so, want it. I, I, and then if yeah. it is if it is regular roasted turkey, I have to dig out dark meat. Yeah. And even that, it's like, it's not Well, that's the other great. thing. Like every family Thanksgiving, mine or theirs... And I was like, can we get a little dark dark meat on the plate? And like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get some dark meat. Let me go in the trash and have the dark meat. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't like flavor. That's what that is. Like, so, so here's another one for you, just to keep it we've been kind of heavy on New York. But Sean yeah. won't eat anything but chicken breast. That's ridiculous. Doesn't eat wings. Doesn't eat chicken. Doesn't eat. Adam doesn't eat. Steak. I, I mean, I don't know. I've probably seen him eat a chicken wing, to be fair. What, a plain one? But when he goes to Zaxby's, he gets the boneless wings. Those aren't wings. But he, anyways, he won't eat anything but the chicken breast. And he won't He won't hear me out. This is a true story mm. on that you're, you're missing so much. The flavor of dark meat chicken is not only is it just just beyond better yeah. than than white breast breast meat that's dry typically. Yeah. It's, it's just, what's more astonishing, he won't even try it. Like, his whole life, you he's been presenting. Chicken to him is just, like, if he looks at a chicken, yeah. he's like, if he was on Survivor, which is a show he loves, me and him share that passion, and they captured a chicken, and someone started, you know, they killed the chicken, they're deburdened the chicken, he wouldn't want any part in that. He'd be down swimming because he doesn't want to actually see that. You have to remember, he's a giant 10-year-old. Yeah, I know. So he'd be, and they could come up, and they would have, like, cut the chicken, and yeah. then they would start serving the chicken. And, and they, if they gave him a thigh, thinking they were being generous, mm. you know, he'd be like, well, can, who's got the breast? 
Like on Survivor, he would be like, I only eat breast. And then he'd be voted off that night. Because what would lead, the ultimate conversation that would, oh, you only eat chicken breast. That's weird. Yeah, I don't like cheese either. Jesus. Like it would just snowball from there. Yeah. Like all the things that make him Sean Hubbard would be all the things that got him voted off the island that very night. I'm sorry I ate all of our free rice. <laughs> I'm really tall. Yeah, yeah, I noticed you didn't put any of the free seasonings they gave us on it. So now we just have a lot of a lot of seasoning with nothing to put it on. Thanks for that, Sean. Maybe we can put it on the dark meat chicken that you left behind. Oh, I'm if, you noticed, if you noticed, Dave was in the water all day trying to catch fish. <laughs> uh, maybe you could have saved some of that rice for all. Oh, you don't eat fish. Okay. <laughs> we're not going to vote you off the island. We're going to take turns raping you. And then we're going to murder you in the deepest part of the island. <laughs> That's gonna... a first, even by Survivor State. I can see the headline. Yeah. Entire cast of Survivor kills gonna... one lone non-cheese-eating chicken breast-having... We're gonna fashion. We're gonna fashion breast milk cheese from all the women's tits here. We're gonna get them lactating, and we're gonna we're gonna put it on your grave. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm telling you. No, but I, uh, I'm. Oh god, this seems uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> Sweaty Seth Rogen having sex with passed out Anna Ferris. Oh, why is he doing that? Who just threw up? Well, she said she wanted to, and then she passed out drunk and when it seems like it might be kind of like date rapey he stops and she goes what do you do I keep going <laughs> so it makes up for it okay that's weird but, um, but yeah hold on two seconds I'm gonna check this AC sitch safe sex yeah we're recording again oh poor okay, people push that door that whole that whole long guys was heavy earlier today so I'm would you get not, a sandwich yeah hello they had like corporate whole guys in there today like, good like showing people the ropes and shit. Mm. But. Did that mean they were being stingy with the chicken? No, I actually got heavy chicken. Nice. Which is why I'm so uncomfortably full. You're it's still funny. full from lunch? Yeah. The dude that, the, they have this, you, you may know it, well, you haven't been to that one. There's a guy there, he's probably Middle, East, Middle Eastern, he's always the guy at the front of the line. And he says next guest, like for, you know, like, as far as like, you, you want a bowl or a sandwich. Mm-hmm. But he says it really fast. I guess, Biggest. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ooh, careful there, bud. I'm like, that's, you're treading dangerously close to like some, a word you don't want to. I guess. I guess. I guess. I'm like, okay, all right. It's it one of those. It's one of those earworms. Like my Korean dry cleaner guy. Have a good day. Have a good day. It's like, like Kristen and like if if I ever call her and say that it's it's my wife saying hey I got the dry cleaning it was like have a good day. Well. Speaking of, uh, is it racist? That was a concept I had. Uh, are you still out of the news completely? Uh, well, I was around Uncle Mike. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's very active in the. Oh, were you? Let, let me just be anti-Trumpism. Let me be specific. Were, did you happen to see the "go back to your country" argument? I saw that there was a lot of "go back to your country" like joke memes on the on the internet, mm. and I could only assume that. Trump said something, and then every one of his blind followers who thinks that they're doing well in an economy that sucks is like, yeah, go back to your country. We can say that now. Before long, we'll be able to say the N-word again, too. God damn it. He did say GD, which is funny because one of Leah's super uh, right-wing Christian friends, big supporter of the, of the president up to this point, but also big Christian, shares all that kind of stuff. She posted something 
where her newborn, she might have been nursing or something, mm-hmm. her newborn, or maybe slightly older than that. I can't quite remember, but they were watching some live feed mm-hmm. of, old, old, of old DT, and he says, God damn it, on stage, in front of all these, you know, the Christian lovers and supporters. Gosh, that's all it took. And she went on this rant. Mm-hmm. She's like, I am so disappointed. I'm so disgusted. Well, my child's said, first curse word was now just uttered by my president, and it was also said, the Lord's by name. The pussy, I was fine with it, but when he said, "God damn it!" Well, that, me and Bert, so me and Superman were, were talking about this because I, I called him because you know you know how if you're on faith, Facebook, Facebook, <clears throat> there's an idea, Facebook. Oh, we could make millions. We could make millions, but it also sounds like we're making fun of kids with lisps. <laughs> hey, are you in the Facebook? <laughs> Facebook? No, faith. Faith book. Faith book. (laughs) We're hoping that we can cure Aubrey of hers. It's cute now, but she's she's heavy on the FN. And it's adorable. (laughs) Yes. All right, put your tongue in your mouth. (laughs) And you say yes. Well, we were talking about it, and I see him, you know, if someone, not something you're tagged on just on your timeline, if someone's a friend of yours. Hold up. Is that sex? You were saying about the... Damn it. <laughs> the lisps. It wasn't the lisps. You Ooh. and Sean talking about... Oh, no, not Sean, Matt. If you see him commenting on someone else's feed, it pops up. Because he, he's your friend. Yeah. It doesn't. You don't know anybody on that thread, but you see Ryan Burke commented oh, on... Burke. Sorry, I said Matt. Superfan Burke commented on... Yeah, I see and, that. And I see him engaging in these... What we used to love about the Tarver connection. Yeah. But not on that level, but something close to it. He's engaging with people that are, like, adamant that, you know, the fake news crowd will also say you can't trust Snopes, but then they share a meme where it says, Ilan Omar says she wants all white people to to be in chains. It's like, clearly she didn't say that. You're not doing any research. You're you're looking at a meme, taking it as fact, and regurgitating it. And when someone counterchecks you and says, did you verify that this is something she actually said, or is this just a meme? Like, oh, well, that doesn't matter. It's fake news. So you have to be wary of what you read. Yeah. You do. And he was talking about... Yeah, you do. He was saying, Are this, you? The, the, the point he was making, he was like, I kept seeing him ask it and never get an answer. He was like, you know, is this is racist. It's not like this is new. That That is racist to say, go back to your country. It's like yeah. now that you've decided, oh, I've never heard that in that kind of racist context before. What Let's context? Let's go back to your country. <laughs> you just said that to people you loved with, you know, Christ in your heart. And that's what I called... The, the pliability of Christian morality. Like I envision it like a paper. Yeah, the pliability of Christian like, morality. Well, and it's like a it's like a, a presentation, like a doctoral thesis. You know, the pliability of today's Christian morality. And you know, to umlaut in the underneath, you know, the rise of Trumpian Christianity. Mm-hmm. And that's what we have here. Yeah. The dude said GD. It got no play. I had to seek that out. Some <laughs> of the stuff that he says that's so ridiculous is widely reported by yeah. both sides. Yeah. It's spun differently, of course. But the fact that he said it and I had to go find it, it's just... We should found a church. A, we'll get wealthy. And B, we could call it, we could call it Cherry Pickers Baptist. See if anyone ever catches on. Oh, Cherry Pickers We've joined Baptist this new church down the road. It's, it's technically in the city of Atlanta, but it's on the outside called Cherry Pickers Baptist. <laughs> and they got this duo pastor that, that leads in it. It's just the best service. They take and, turns. And we're just and they don't know it because they're dumb and we're just belittling them every <laughs> Sunday. And just hammering them over the head with bullshit and then like sprinkling in true like leftist truths. <laughs> so we'll just slowly turn them. 
This is a long con. Yeah. I can see this. That would be an interesting social experiment if you could catch it. Like, that would be another great documentary. Mm-hmm. The creation of a church. So you have to go through all the proper steps, of course. Because sure you're going to be getting ready to do it. Yeah, the gemstones yeah. thing. But the creation of a church where you have to you have to run through the hoops. So you've created a religion. It's kind of like the, the Pastafari's. Yeah. People that wear the fucking colanders on their head and shit. And they mm-hmm. refuse to take them off when they go for their camera shots. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about and you're listening, there is a religion, quote unquote, called Pastafarianism. It's basically just Rastafarianism, just substitute for a P for the R. Yeah. But these people have the, the great pasta monster is their god. He comes down. He's just Google it and have and really go into the wormhole, if you don't know what I'm saying. But part of their religion is that you must wear a colander on your head. And one of my good friends, yes, one of my good friends. This guy's still got spaghetti in his. Yeah. One of my good friends went to get, he was actually a groundbreaker in this. He, he lives in Las, in Las Vegas, in Nevada. And he went to go get, he used to have a Georgia ID. He went to go get his, his uh, Nevada ID. And he refused to take off the colander, and they wouldn't take his picture. So he challenged it. So, well, I'm Pastafari. And they're like, what? Of course, like any rational adult is yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're wearing a colander in your head. There's something wrong. So it became this big, like, only in the local press, really. Mm. But this story where he made the news, and there he is wearing his colander on his head, <laughs> refusing to take it off. Because much like you, he's, he's very, I think he's, he grew up probably with a Catholic bend, judging by his background and as far as Italian. Yeah, but you know now it's atheist would be the the probably the best word for it. Like but he's the kind atheist. of person that'll have a conversation. He's not the kind of person that forces any kind of atheism on you. He just right. recognizes some of the more absurd aspects of religion. Yeah, and 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 highlights those. And a lot of times he does it within the context of whatever is in the the news cycle that twenty four hours. Yeah, but here he's, there he was wearing the, this helmet on his head, and it's this wonderful moment. I don't know where I was going with that or what I was talking about before. I don't recall either. Maybe we can backtrack it. Oh, I said we should start a church called Cherry Pickers Baptist. Right. And, and we that, should, but that, that, was, that would make it a really interesting document. We'd have to create the religion, and then you have to file for the paperwork. Because we, if you want to get rich, you got to have that tax exemption. Yeah. Scientologists, if, if they've done nothing else, they've shown <laughs> us exactly the blue plate special. As to how to get Maybe ridiculously it, rich. Like cherry figures. Because you have to think, the, the Scientologists... Cherry figures faith house. The Scientologists, they're, they're seeing the, the, the followers, the actual hardcores, dwindle every right. year. Dwindle. And, and yet, they're still one of the world's largest property owners. Yeah. They're not losing any money. Right. They're just... Now they own property in almost every major city, probably every country in the world. Yeah. And they're always opulent. There's one... I don't know if you're ever driving through, like the Linux headed toward Linux Buckhead area. There's the Church of Scientology right there, and it's this big, gaudy, ridiculously out of place building on the side of like Roswell Road. And you you're ever, like, you ever gone in? No, they don't just let you in. Are you serious? Really? You just like walk in and be like, hey, hey I want to see. My- I'm just here about my thetans. <laughs> I'm thinking about joining. I was, uh, <laughs> I was hoping I could meet John Travolta. <laughs> I love. Oh my god! I love. Look who's talking. <laughs> And look who's talking too. <laughs> Not look who's talking three so much. But look who's talking, or was that now? Which one was the dogs? Anyways, I love dogs. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really high. <laughs> the perfect entrance into the church. <laughs> uh, well, we do need some slave labor for our C Corps. What are you saying? 
Sea Org, whatever that shit C-Org, is. We yeah. get a fucking naval uniform. That's what I'm saying. If we, if we religion can, involves if, a naval uniform, if we can get, if we can badmouth them enough to get sued, it's good for our, our TPTO career. Yeah. Well, I'll start here. If your religion requires a naval uniform, you're <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> That's like an honorary thing. You don't just get a navy. It's not like you join. Now, you know what church? You know what? That'd be an interesting point. I'd be more inclined to join a variety of churches if there was an end game like that. Like when you, not, it's not like you go to a church and you say, "Oh, I'm going to be a member. You know, I'm going to fill out this membership card. We're going to come every Sunday. We're going to participate in all the potluck dinners, and we're going to do the fundraisers. And oh yeah, we'll donate to the mission trip for the teenage kids. Yeah. But what if there was like you? You officially join the church. Here's your costume. We have two. One's white. That's seasonal. We do that in the spring. Mm. This and like just something that looks like Star Trek. Yeah. You know how often you'd probably get more followers if there was an actual yeah. like we have this, not, a, not a reward so to speak. Shimmery silvery number for the uh, for the fall and winter months. It's a big hit at the New Year's party. <laughs> so we all look like falling balls. <laughs> it's great. Just some kind of. Fun. Some kind of outfit. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I didn't realize there was outfits. Okay, well, here's the thing. If you don't take the outfits, you have to drink what's in that cup. <laughs> <laughs> I made a bad decision. I just it's like the, this is like the Matrix, but more <laughs> fucked up. I was doing this as a social experiment. <laughs> Documentary just goes to black. <laughs> I don't want the cup, and I don't want the outfit. <laughs> I just want my freedom. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just... Is what it is, but that would be really interesting to try to do it. And I mean, I would do it. I think there would be some people in my camp that wouldn't be huge fans. I don't think we need to say any names. <laughs> cherry Picker's Faith House. Cherry Picker's. No, you got it's. I love even. You, you, I like Cherry Picker Baptist because we would not be Baptist. <laughs> but that would you know the Baptist Church is very interconnected. Yeah. They all. It's it's like a, the tendrils of the Baptists go very deep into the South. Yeah. So, like, they have their convention where everyone decides what's Baptist this year. <laughs> That's such a weird yeah. thing. They go to some... Ba- All right, everybody. Now, look. We, the predominant ministers of the Baptist church, <laughs> sat down, had some bourbon, not going to lie, and decided what the dogma will be this year for you Southern Baptists. We're still firm in the no gays column. Make sure, <laughs> make sure everybody finds that out. No gays. <laughs> As it turns out, we are still okay, though, with women with makeup. There's a good one. I, I read the uh, a large, I don't, didn't get too deep into it, but a large portion of GOP is trying to force Amazon to sell uh, conversion therapy books. Oh, good. I, I How many inquisitions does uh, a humanity have to have before we start to realize, okay, you're Jewish, but I'm going to torture the ever-loving fuck out of you yeah. until you're Catholic. We'll fix this. We're going to fix this. We'll fix this. Enough pain, that's how enough much I love subjugation. Yeah. That's how God knows. That's how you know that's, God loves that's you. That's how much I love you. <laughs> I'll make you hurt until you believe in and the my, nonsense I believe. It's <laughs> my pleasure. It's my pleasure to do this. It's like, my, it's like my, one of my favorite atheist answers to like, how can you not believe in anything? I'm like, all right, well, do you believe in Greek gods? No. You believe in Buddha? No. You believe in Allah? No. All right, well, so far you feel just like I do about all the religions. <laughs> I just went one further than you. Like, you know exactly what it feels like to think like I do because you think like I do about the other 4,999 religions there are. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but this one, like, this one is, like, personal. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. We know. <laughs> Thanks. We know. Just get it out of the law. Go be personal over in the corner. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I. Uh, What's your tenets at Cherry Pickers Baptist? Tenets <laughs> Cherry Pickers. Well, we believe in uh, if we're going to enforce the Old Testament rule of man shall not lay with another man, we also have to enforce the Old Testament rule of earrings are forbidden. <laughs> so we're going to have to take those uh, pearls out of your ears, there, Barb. <laughs> by the way, I noticed you're wearing makeup. That is not allowed. <laughs> Is that blouse 100% linen? Because if that's a blend, it's got to go. <laughs> right now. Of course, be- being Cherry Pickers Baptist, we could just let all that shit go and just stay anti-gay. <laughs> that's the best part about being Cherry Picker Baptist. You can literally cherry pick everything you want to believe CPB, in. baby. We get little chains. Like instead of TCB, it's I CPB. I love Cherry Picker Baptist because I'm able to stay a belligerent uh, bigot <laughs> and still keep my faith. And they don't. They, they don't collide anymore. It'd be funny you go on stage, you ask for money for the local teenage youth trip to Mexico, but there's no youth program. <laughs> Just blatantly money stealing. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't recall ever seeing a child in here. <laughs> but he said it. Well, as part of Cherry Pickers Baptist, we only believe in procreation during certain times of the year. <laughs> so as it turns out, we don't have very many members with children. <laughs> We should have loads too. Like uh, we're we're like chocked full of children. We should have multiple wives yeah. that we never openly talk about. Mm-hmm. But just like it's, hey, Cherry Pickers Baptist, you can have more than one wife. <laughs> look There's at no that. Rules. Come on, some of these guys. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, no, Cherry Pickers Baptist. <laughs> you just get to decide what you believe in, and the rest you just move over. <laughs> Sorry. Just <When> <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Sorry, that was a visual, visual joke on audio medium. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, you know, is that racist? I'd have to argue that I think it is. What, saying go back to your country? Yeah. A little bit. Unless that country is a Scandinavian one. Then it's just... Yeah, it's like a... Then it's just know. regionalist. Well, it's actually nice. <laughs> like, you know, go back to your country. Oh, thank you. Oh, I will. Yeah, I feel. It's very nice. I that. will. And when I accidentally fall down and break my arm, I won't have to pay for it. <laughs> Hi, have you ever heard of having babies and staying at home with them for a certain period of time? It's not so bad, you know. The women are beautiful, and if you have accident, it's covered. And <laughs> even though taxes are higher, we make uh, more income per capita. Yeah, and, I know. Uh, College was paid for. I never no paid homeless, it. There's, there's uh, no It's a generally people. beautiful part of the world to be in. <laughs> oh, but you, you pay a lot in taxes. You're giving your money away. <laughs> yes, and I'm getting goods and services for it. <laughs> He turned a bit Yiddish there. Yes, and I'm getting good, good, good times with my money. Yeah. Oh boy, let's let's nix that where it started, right there where it started. Because then, if you're having a conversation about is it racist, yeah. and any part of it is done in some kind of overly yeah. Yiddish. Yeah, well, this is America. This is a big country. We ain't some small. I just kept. I call, when I called, bro, it just made me think. I don't know why it took me so long. It made me think of that episode of South Park where, you know, you had the. Pro-war, anti-war people going at it in a benefit concert. Mm-hmm. The same concert, but they're both like, you know, support the troops, and we're like, bring them home, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, you know, they go on back and forth, and the redneck said, you don't like America, you can just get out. <laughs> I've always said that. I just love that. I just, it just sums up. This was 10 years ago. Yeah. You don't like America, you can just get out. Yeah, I think a lot of us would if we had the means. I wouldn't because, go anywhere. Yeah, this is we, the whole point. The fact you don't get to tell somebody yeah. that because, you, especially an American citizen, you don't get to tell an American citizen that just because you don't agree with the president, yeah. you should go along with it. Yeah. Or even though he's doing dumbassery, you shouldn't call him on it. 
Like, like that's not. I had this argument with someone in the day. He's like, "This is just unheard of. This amount of hate he gets. Are you serious? Let's not even go back the previous eight years. Let's go back. That that is a precondition for the job. That is yeah. something. And uh, if if there Did was you a see the if there was a well, not even, you know, course, I wouldn't. And I try to. I'll be honest with you. I try to avoid using the last eight years. Yeah. I try to say, look, going or questioning a president, or openly being adversarial to a president. Mm. That is about as presidential that's a thing part, as you have to deal with. It's part of the job. It's part and parcel. Of president. Yeah. And that's been, people think the attacks on, on these Trump are these like unheard of, uh, never before seen. I mean, come on. Any I'm student. Of, harder never. Any student of history <laughs> that's, that president. is worth its salt or any, any layman that would care to do the research can go back into this country's presidential history and see some of these guys have dealt with far worse. Yeah, they killed Kennedy. Like, well. <laughs> That, that gets back to the, the moon thing, a country that that sold the yeah. notion of one guy yeah. in a book depository hitting those shots yeah, when, no, all, when no. all the evidence said one thing. That's a, that's a conspiracy. Yeah, no, I mean, Killing I, his brother I, yeah. was a conspiracy. Killing MLK was a conspiracy. I'm just saying, I know Getting that they the get on him for his tweets, but, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's, wor- it's way worse than just, you know. Losing your head. Yeah. Murder. Of course. Murder. I want to document for the show just a work-related thing. I was asked earlier today if our UPS packages have being, been getting picked up, and uh, I said no. He said, well, they do come as late as 7 sometimes. And the answer to me was, they don't come as late as 7. It's 6.30. <laughs> That's all I want to say. <laughs> That's a win. That's a win for me. I got an MFK for you. I won't get any credit for it, but it's a win. Only there's there's a few more members that we can actually roll up, but it, Mary fuck kill. Oh, before you go into Mar- write it down. I got it. All right, before you go into it, I wanted to say just to to button that up. When we were in New York, Kristen has relatives from Canada, mm-hmm. and it just seems so nice there. <laughs> That's it. It's just like we're talking to them. I love John Glenn. We're we're talking to them and uh, hang. Uh, no, uh, we. And just asking general questions, like, and his wife, I think she's actually worked for, like, a, a parliament member in, actually, London and Canada. Like, she works, like, like a PA of sorts, I think, for mm-hmm. people in that field. And he's in construction, and they have two girls, our girls' ages, and, and they all love each other. And just in general conversations, like, oh, yeah, that's great. I love it. He's a, his dad was Canadian, and his mom was Kristen's biological aunt. Mm. That's how they're related. So he has dual citizenship, and when given the option, he's like, "Well, yeah, I'm going to Canada." <laughs> like, like, you think I wouldn't? And like, whenever we get together and talk and just kind of compare notes, he's like, "Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I would never come back here." I'm like, yeah, I kind of wish I had your ability to just go. Whoop, I'm over here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dual citizenship, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a. I, I'm not running from it. I just think running from it's almost like giving it to them, and I'm not here to do that. Yeah, no, I just, and sometimes it's like, ah, it just seems just so chill elsewhere. It's not. I mean, we still, I mean, think of it in terms of like, try being in Ecuador or El Sal or some I, of these. I wouldn't. I know. <laughs> but it should be a whole other segment, by the way. Like, how, you know, places we could get Brent to travel. Again, if mosquito net is part of the travel gear you need, I'm not going to go there. I just think it would be just perfect. It would be just like an idiot abroad, only you're actually smart. 
mm-hmm. but just watching you be aggravated by the little minutia of the trip. Like you, like you just said, like when you got to your room and you notice, oh, fuck. Like it's got AC, but there's a mosquito net around the bed. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the little things It'd that would like- perturb you. Like when you went to sit, if you had no control over the meal. Yeah, and I, and I was the producer, and I had pl- you know planned the whole trip, and you go to this place in India. Well, so that it, wouldn't that wouldn't bother me, provided you didn't just constantly put me in front of like Scoville level hot meals all the time, where I'm just going to be shitting my brains out with peppers. No, I like uh, it's just like the trip I was just on. The every meal we had was a surprise, and it was good. I just didn't like the fact that I didn't have any independence, and it was kind of warm. <laughs> There's pockets of positivity even in a trip that was stressful, so. Yeah, I wouldn't love it, but, like, the food in any of those countries would be one of the, like, all right, this isn't so bad. And, like, can I get in that body of <laughs> no, water I'm telling there? you right now. I know you too. I've seen your frustration when my Big Mac beat yours out because you ordered it first. Well, that was just – that's just fast food timing. Like, or that, no, it was a double quarter pounder. We, that's, that's the frustration. We both ordered the thing no, no, that takes a while not, to No, no, but that's not new. I've seen your kind of general reactions in the, in the small scope of, of you know, food know, service. What I'm, what I'm saying is, like – I've been to, I actually went to a restaurant once where there's no menu, it's just a course, and you sit down and they bring you food. I loved that experience. Mm. I don't need, I, I, I would test that. I don't need the choices. And mm. I would eat, and I, we've already proven that I eat shit you won't touch. Like, you can send me all the weird Ecuadorian seafood you want. I'm going to try it all. You, I, I've eaten goat, I've eaten goat, I've eaten that's cow not, tongue. That's not fucking, Lingua? Uh, Come on. You're not, I'm not opposed to eating anything. So far, all we've landed on is that I won't eat at fucking Hovan because <laughs> I don't want tzatziki hey, You didn't sauce. eat at any of the places I told you about for the longest time, and now you're eating them for lunch and contemplating it for dinner. So I don't know who's winning well, here. Well, you're, you're one for one. I like halal guys. I'm not lovingly. You love free. Jersey Mike's. It's a fucking cold sandwich. You never tried it before. I never I, to I, try I it. I told you to turn yourself on to the Jersey, and look at you now. It's like Baldino's. It's actually probably better than Baldino's in some ways because they have bread options. I love Baldino's though. Some like of, if you I, could get the Baldino's Italian on that rosemary parmesan, there's some dick and balls. If you could get, <laughs> if you is could, this flush? I don't I think I've ever said. I don't think I've ever seen this film. If you, you want to wrap this up for some of this, <laughs> if you could get an Italian from Baldino's on like that rosemary, rosemary parmesan bread from Jersey Mike's, it'd be a, a real win. But I would not. Why does he punch that guy? I don't know. We've given this movie no context. We haven't even talked about the film that we were I, watching. No, but that's a, just a dick and balls. There's a running fat man with his, his uh, kibbles and bits out, just <laughs> flopping. And I, like this guy took this role knowing this was all this was going to be. That's a little dick. That's a real like I. I like, mean, I didn't even see it. I don't think it's as little as you. I don't want to be here. I don't want to turn this into a <laughs> uh, observe and report I mean, the cock not, film. That's not so bad. What are you talking about? That's I don't know. So I mean. Bad. Okay, that's I mean, I, I, I don't have an angle. That's a lot of ball. I just don't have an angle, so I okay. can't I can't really make a call well, on it. Nor do I want you to adjust the... Uh, He's like a fat SARS guard. I just asked you, I don't, <laughs> I don't really need it. <laughs> So, uh, so he's been flashing people, and yeah. and, and he's gonna catch Seth Rogen's all about it. I don't know. If you've seen the movie, then you know exactly what's happening. Now, I would not, I would not balk at any meals. I would eat any land animal. I would try anything. You know that's not true. Name you, you've seen enough Name travel. You've seen <laughs> enough travel shows to know. I would eat everything that I've seen Anthony Zimmern said his name. Try other than like I'm like whenever he talks about like tripe, when you can still taste the shit mm-hmm. in the intent. Like I don't want to try that. But like you know when he goes to like the Bayou and like eats armadillo. <laughs> 
Bitches chatas. What the fuck? You shot a guy in the chest. I think it'll be okay. We'll find out. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't think he's okay, man. Sorry to cut you off on your Anthony. Oh, he's okay. He's okay. Your Zimmern story. But he just put a 45 through that man's chest. Whenever I see him eat, I'm always like, I would try most of this. But, like, when he's in Africa and he's eating, like, the freshly cooked tripe with the, like, fucking digested grass shit still in it, I'm like, I don't want to try that. Yeah, nor would you eat the afterbirth that he eats. No, but, like, when he goes to, like, the Thailand place, he's got the scorpions on his stick. I'm like, let's see what that tastes like. They're probably just crunchy. It's like baby crabs. I was telling Leah the other day, we, we better, I mean, Americans better start to get an appetite for insects. I've always wanted to try bugs. Like when you see like chocolate covered grasshoppers and shit like that. In fact, I think I have had a chocolate covered grasshopper. I, I, I mean, th- the thought of it is off-putting to me now. Uh, I grasshoppers? Just in general, eating insects. It's very visual. There's always kind of not off-putting to me because of the Lion King. Like those grubs and everything is like, I'd try one of those. The grubs would be the, the last thing I, w- that I would start on. I don't know that I'd G- give, give me one of the ones that's got the little skeleton that's outside their body that'll fry up nicely in a walk don't give me a grub that's wriggling well i've seen and juicy i've seen where they like pan fry grubs and they get kind of like kind of turn into like shrimp shapes almost they curl up and they put them like make like burritos with it and stuff i'd try some of that shit i wouldn't stop at that (laughs) understood i just i just i was just telling her though i was like if you look at the just the way this is like a weird podcast night it's all over the place <laughs> but for the population we have in, in the world yeah yeah. at some point the earth has to balance itself out or it just won't and we all go to fucking hell but there will be some kind of culling there will be some kind of hunger it's what I probably think will happen right and the American sensibility well that too with the American sensibility <laughs> that you know that is averse towards insects whereas the rest of the world they caught on long ago in the high-protein, low-fat diet that is insects. Yeah. So it'll take some... I think the Americans that will survive will be the ones that'll say, fuck it, I'm going to eat this roach. I'm 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 going to eat this palmetto bug. I eat lobster. It's a fucking bug on the bottom of the ocean. It's a big one. It's a pretty one, though. I've always... You know, they they compare lobsters to cockroaches sometimes, like in terms of what they are, and I've always wondered, like, does that mean if we boiled cockroaches... Their meat in their bodies would turn into like succulent lobster-looking meat that we could, you know, drag through butter and eat. Probably. I mean, it's like if you rip off a crab leg, it's just juice in there. Yeah. It's goo until it's until you cook it. Until it's cooked. And if you squish a cockroach, it's just goo. Yeah. So like, what's a cooked cock? Cooked. Maybe next look week like? on, the, on an episode of TPTO. If it's cooked, and I mean, Buford Highway Farmers Market has to have some kind there of. There is. There's a Buford Highway. I saw. There's a taco place today called something taco. I don't. I just noticed it for the first time. I've driven past it a thousand times. I'm like, ooh, I want to try that place. Mm. Do your MFK. We got derailed. Well, it's uh, you know, you're you're a little out of the news, but I'm sure it was part of the whole racism conversation where Trump told those four junior congresswomen to go back to their home country, go back to their shitty country. Basically, He's such a unifying leader. He is. But how, do you know the? He's and calling it the. the, the they're, they're called the Squad now. Are you familiar? Uh, is it? I'm going to guess it's Cortez, AOC, Omar, Omar Elian, or Elian Omar. some other ones. And uh, <laughs> Tlaib something. Safe sex. So Omar, Cortez. Yeah, AOC, yeah, Omar, Elian. There's Elian Omar. I can't remember. I can't. I always get it backwards. And then that Tlaib woman. There's also the black lady from Minnesota. but or, uh, I think is, it's Minnesota, but I can't. No, no. 
What are they called? Let me get a vision. The squad. Pull you, can remake, up. you can remake the monster squad with <laughs> the mod squad with the uh, the squad. Squad Congress. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I get some images in there. I'm seeing lots of shades of brown. There's a white there, man. There, there's, our, there's our squad right there. Uh, I can't remember all their. I mean, you got AOC. So you got Cecily Strong. No. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 Talib on the that left. Ilan Omar and the. I vaguely recognize her. She's she's always around in the news. I just think she's kind of hot. Well, that's why I'm getting to it. I've never seen this person. Yeah, she's the other squad. That's Leslie Jones right there. Uh, Yeah. So take her out. Take her out. Take out Leslie Jones. MFK, AOC, Omar, and Tlaib. Oh, I see what we did. Um, hmm. I'm going to... What's this one's name? That's the one we kind of... Oh, uh, Tlaib. We're taking her out or keeping her in? She's in. So she's out. Yes. The The one I can't remember her name. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Talib. Okay. Just Ooh, careful, because <laughs> death threats are already a part of their day to day now. We're doing a Mary Fuck Kill. This is just a hypothetical. Truthfully, I want to bet all of you. <laughs> <laughs> talk the, talk policy the whole at time. At the same time, yeah. We could do like a devil's square because there'd be four of us. <laughs> you can't do a devil's triangle. You guys could do a devil's triangle, and I could beat off to it. <laughs> Continue. But in the spirit of the game, so you're, you're, that's the you're kill. killing Talib. I'm gonna fuck Omar. Ooh, because she looks like she'd be good at it. But culturally, I don't know that I'd want to be married to a Muslim woman mm. who's clearly devout. She's still got the head covering on. Just, just because, or because you're trying to start cherry well, picker Baptist. Well, and also, I don't. Want, she's in Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in Minnesota. So they I'm probably gonna, don't have AC in the summer months. We've established that. Yeah. And I've been there. It's neat, but I don't need to live there. Yeah. I'm gonna marry AOC because she's also hot and mm-hmm. she's in fucking like downtown New York. It's fiery too. Yeah, yeah. Like, and she's gonna be good Brooklyn, in the sack right? as well. Yeah, I believe Brooklyn. Yeah. So, like, I'm gonna get the most out of my sex with Omar. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna like see if we can book a weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna be married. You're eating yet. halal the entire weekend. Oh, and then so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, it would be more than one outing. Like, I'd be like, I need, like, a week. That's always the question about an MFK. It's like, what kind of time frame are you working with here? Well, yeah, like... Because if you you were presented with this opportunity... Of course, the only way this would work, mind you, before we continue (laughs) down this hypothetical... Is if, one, you commit... (laughs) It's clear you're a dictator or some kind of totalitarian with utter control. Yeah. Because that's... We play the game hypothetically. Now imagine in real life... Some some Saudi prince that you know is bored. When he gets bored, what does he do? Oh, he plays real life MFK. Right. You know, bring those three in. Okay, let's see here. I kill you. <laughs> I fuck you. The question is, does she take the headscarf off during sex? Like, are you allowed I to? I don't think I would want. I'd leave. Leave it <laughs> on. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Just and yeah, I would. I would. Play with the rules a bit, like, like give me a week with Omar before I go marry. We should have included Cortez. the African American lady over to Leib. That would have made it a little bit harder because she's she's pretty. She's pretty, but she's she's too big for me. Plus, you're getting everything there. Like you're getting the African American lady, you're getting the Islamic woman, and you get the fiery AOC with the Spanish ancestry. I mean, there's no wrong answer. It's kind of weird how they're all. With the exception of Talib and those and those Harry Potter glasses, they're all fairly pretty. Talib is not the prettiest. Ayana Presley, that's right. She's pretty, but again, she just she's 
too big boned for for my. She's taste. the one that said that let's impeach the motherfucker, and they got a viral clip of it, <laughs> and, and it chapped old Donnie Boy's butthole. I mean, I dig, I dig the attitude in general, just the sort of fuck you to the. This it's like the perfect picture of the you know fuck you white man. Here's four you know racial minority and in one case religious minority women. I agree with you. the the trouble would be if we were if this was a you know if I was a strategist 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 for the mm-hmm. Democratic Party. It's not a it's not a good look because right now they're the face yeah. of the Democratic Party and if they. Tell you what, in a year and a half time, kind of hard to reel in Jethro when this or is a year and a few months time, <laughs> out front. right? If they're still on the front line, if they're still the story, and yeah. it's not Bernie, if it's not Biden, and if it's not you know Buttigieg, it's not Beto, and they're still catching every headline. If Fox News is spending absorbent amounts of time talking about AOC, yeah, uh, it's it's oh, yeah, a it's an easy four, win. You have these four out front, and you got fucking Harris Booker running for president, <laughs> vice president. It's going to be hard to get a lot of those uh, white dude swing voters in the South. Be like, yeah, I'm going to vote for the all brown people. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's worked out so well in the past. But yeah, that's that's what I'm going to go with. I'm gonna, and I'm truthfully just on looks. It's kind of hard to choose between Omar and Cortez because they they're both pretty marriage material. I'm really choosing the marriage over uh, geographically speaking. Like I'd rather marry Cortez because she's equally hot. And she lives in Brooklyn. And she lives in a city I'd love to have access yeah, to. And you know, New York, it's not like the rest of the state. They, ha- I've been there. They have air conditioning. I know. I've been there, too. They have air and conditioning. And it's crucial, too, because those summer months you, there. You have your independence because you can walk everywhere. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I'd do a week with Omar in Minnesota. A week? It went from weekend. It's progressing. <laughs> I, I do about a month. I do about a month with Ellen <laughs> Omar yeah. in a Wisconsin. Because she know. might, I mean, culturally, religiously, she might be into some positions or like some like mouth shit I don't know about. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always an element of mystery, for yeah. sure. So what's your answer? Oh, man. Um, I'm probably the, uh, definitely killing Tlaib, hypothetically. <laughs> I love what she's doing sure. in her career path, and that's her choice. But uh, Where's she from? I'm not sure. But then I'd probably reverse it. Something about AOC I think would start to get on my nerves after a while. You got a house with a basement. I mean, still, I feel like Illinois Mars. I think she's more intelligent. She's got. She has a more interesting background too. So you might. You'd like the be, meals. Be int- I would love the meals. Like the meals. I would love the meals. If I could eat nothing but like that kind of corner of the world, that kind of Mediterranean meats, Middle Eastern meats, that that Turkish. That I, I would. That would be my ideal eating eating spot. But um, what about? What about the grooming sitch? What do you think's going well, on there? Well, um, you know, I would, I would, I would be forthright <laughs> about it because I'm just culturally. Because really, every, she like you have to be honest in any. Uh, I don't know. You have to be honest in any marriage and say, look, you know, these are the things that um, turn me on, and these are the things that turn me off, and the fact that you're. So she would say, "Shut up, patriarchal white man! I mean, oh, this bush is going to touch uh, <laughs> my fucking lower back." <laughs> It is kind of bad when you see these old porn films and you're just like, how did these guys... All right, it makes it even easier. Tlaib is in fucking Detroit. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not even a place. <laughs> Sorry, it's like not even. It's not even in the country anymore. Yeah. It should be. They've just been... I mean, think about it. Flint doesn't have water still. And we're so far out of that, down the news cycle, people forget that shit. They, well, that's because the, the Republicans care so much 
about people. <laughs> they're still trying, just like healthcare, they're still trying to come up with the best solution to that problem. Because so as Trump says, only the best. And anything less than best, you may as well just leave them without water. Because the Republican Party that literally controls pretty much everything, they only want the best for people because they love people. They're and all you know what? People. Despite there being no water in a city, a major city, for what, like years now, um, they're praying hard. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's all you gotta do. So, <coughs> so you're gonna marry, you're gonna live in Minnesota. Uh, what, what makes me, I mean, <coughs> she can, might not be in office very long. We'll move. I don't wanna. Yeah, but, well, for the time being, you're assuming that you're gonna live, like, she's from Minnesota. Thing. So, well, she was born somewhere else. And I think Somalia. That's fine. So Love maybe that seems hot there, and you know, I, doubt I don't think she, she, I, Okay, I don't think she's dictating my entire travel schedule for the rest of my. I don't think we're going. Well, back she's to, a strong, independent woman. She is, but, but I don't, she's already put her foot down on the bush. <laughs> Look how this is my hypothetical. Yet somehow it's been taken over by the golden voice, who is saying she'll refuse to do anything about the bush that goes all the way up to her, her fucking. Lower back. Lower back. <laughs> Just wraps around her nanner. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's happening there. And now, once she's out of office... Well, it's a fair question. We're moving back to Somalia, apparently. <laughs> I didn't do any of this with you, by the way. I didn't, I didn't crash your hypothetical with AOC. you seemed like you were agreeing with me. Well, I mean, if anything, they all have giant bushes. Let's just be honest. They're not... They're not I don't think sure. they're spending much time, you know, landscaping while they're at the I'm House of saying, Representatives. Culturally, I bet Nancy Pelosi has a drier, a cleaner vagina. And <laughs> drier too. Drier too, <laughs> definitely drier. Uh, no, I mean, just culturally, it's more likely that that she, coming from Somalia, she might be like, "Hey, I mean, I'm just used to all this." And AOC might be like, "I'm a Brooklyn girl. I, I just keep the triangle or the landing strip." <laughs> She's probably got like. A New York Yankees logo carved out of her. Maybe. Ugh. I'm just saying, like, these are, like, you have a hair particular, you're hair particular, so these are things you have to think about. I, I don't know why it was just put on me like this, is all I'm saying. I don't, I'm, I, uh, why, why was I chosen, <laughs> I guess. It's a question. Like, if you threw pubes at me, I'm like, yeah, I'm deal with pubes. Like, I don't care. You don't care? Eh, not all that much. I think we've discussed this. Like, I think, you know, and Leah thinks you're like a butthole fetish guy. I mean, I have preferences, but at the end of the day, like, it's not... Hair's not getting in the way of the mechanics of anything. So that's not <laughs> if it do. does, then we do. If if the hair is getting in the way of mechanics, then we have a problem. <laughs> if there's so much hair that it's like 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 <laughs> keeping my dick out of things, <laughs> then we have a problem. But beyond that, it's just it's whatever. So I, that's why I pose the question to you because you have a hair preference, like you're. Oh, by the way, I not to change. I got a text. I love the text, random text from Banks in the middle of a work day or something. But he really liked the line about when we were talking about Adam and Eve, and we were saying, oh, so, you know, don't eat this apple, but definitely swallow all those loads. <laughs> yeah, if Leah ever gets there, she'll love that. Yeah, one. she's going to love that one. <laughs> don't eat of this apple, but what about, like, just blowing monster loads in Eve's mouth? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. You're married. <laughs> Marriage isn't a thing, but you're married. <laughs> You're, you're married. Yeah, I took a rib from you. See, that's how that works. Can uh, can we eat these animals? Well, I mean, yeah, sure, but not the dog. Yeah, don't eat that. Actually, they, they weren't eating each other yet. That was all about the fall. Mm. Once the fall, of- so that's why she ate the apples. Just fucking hungry. Yeah, just, yeah, just a woman. Just they probably had a fight. Yeah, what were they eating? 
does it say? Uh, the fruit that is most commonly thought to have been the, the actual piece that was eaten was a quince, which is kind of a, it's like an early ancestor of a pear. And that's it. That's it. But they, again, it, you, come on. I mean, the story itself is kind of absurd. No milk, no protein. No, just plopped a quince off the tree, and I hope she washed it. I well, mean, she was getting her protein from the loads, but what yeah, about the lo- <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it's probably snowballs that you went. Oh, <laughs> that's too straight. It's too straight pods with the snowball reference. I, I think we're really we're really plowing downhill here. No, we're not we're not making any so headway. Like your diet is just water, assuming water and some kind of pear. All right, if you want to have this conversation, which you know I I actually do have some belief system that's con- not well, that right, runs I, counter I, counter to yours. I know pastors who have a steadfast belief system but they even say that Adam and Eve is a metaphor of course it was but I would say if it was had it been if we if we took it at face value I'm sure there was plenty to eat it was probably a plant-based diet they weren't eating the animals yet the animals weren't eating the animals yet Mm. the lion lays with the lamb you've heard this before you got lions living on fucking legumes I don't buy it yeah I don't you know maybe in a in that was essentially heaven on earth we keep forgetting about the lust you don't maybe you don't eat maybe that was what drew them was the fact I've been told I can't eat this what does that mean well eating means you talk to somebody an animal perhaps as eating means taking a bite with your mouth and they're Mm -hmm. like oh what's that you know you don't you don't know you're hungry it's just more about the curiosity of it I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could read that. Yeah, now they all just sound like crash test dummies who just grew a small brain like, we're just here (laughs) in this area. Well, you have to keep in mind, this was only 6,000 years ago. (laughs) I mean, so... Global warming was just beginning. Just, I mean, the dinosaurs had already... Well, the dinosaurs were coexisting, if you go by some... Yeah. If you go by Cherry Pickers Baptist. Cherry Pickers Baptist. <laughs> One, we ask if they're real. And if they were, we probably lived with them. And if evolution is a thing, then where <laughs> are the dinosaur people? Nature uh, uh, s- selected them. <laughs> they weren't killed by some deforestation or the, or the building of a dam. That's a, you, you literally just do the speech. Like, that would be great. Like, you, did, like you, you could do a whole Jurassic sermon. Park, pastor. Just a whole sermon quoting lines from just cherry-picked movies. You know what I'm saying? Just literally cherry-picking here at Cherry Baptist. But life finds a way. <laughs> you know what my mom always said? In that real pastoral way where you point and you leave the, like you did, you leave the, You know what my mom always said? You look around. Life is like a box of chocolate. Just blatant. Just blatantly just dropping so much nonsense on them. Oh, God. Hey, my daddy said, are you going to bark all day, little doggy? <laughs> or are you going to bite? <laughs> I'll never forget it. I took a sip of my milkshake. My dad turned around looked at me. Everywhere out in the middle of the ocean, scared. He looked at me and he said, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> And then the next thing you know, my friend said, you know, hey, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> this goes in And at the time, they're just, yeah, amen, amen. And then he said unto me, do you want a tow? I can get you a fucking tow. Green nail polish and everything. I'm finishing my coffee. Please open your hymnals. <laughs> we have just songs in there. It wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. 
wall bangers. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> is this a Bruce? <laughs> I don't know what kind of church this is, but I'm coming back. Let's donate to that youth group that doesn't Pour exist. Pour some sugar on me. <laughs> this church is cool as shit. Let's <laughs> donate money to that youth group that doesn't exist. <laughs> Just a harem. A harem we keep up at the big house. Oh, God. <laughs> and now we will do the weekly Mary Fuck you, you, you know who's like deacon slash elder of this of Cherry Pick Baptists? Who's that? Come on. Who's in the front row every Sunday Banks? validating this to himself, telling himself this is exactly where he needs to be, yeah. something feels right? You're saying Banks? Mick Schmare. Oh, Mick Schmare. Mick Schmare is like founding. <laughs> he's like the de- he's the guy that goes around and gives out the giving plate and then comes back around with the with the communion, the little shitty wafer <laughs> and the red grape juice, which we obviously serve beer into. There would be no... Yeah, we like little a- pieces of beef jerky. And beer. Yeah, he has a he has like a Christ like portrait on the wall in stained glass, and it just says "Pain don't hurt." And it's his favorite Roadhouse quote. <laughs> Wounds of Christ, just fresh. Well, Jesus said, "Pain don't hurt." <laughs> you know, I was at church the other day, and we learned about this movie called Stigmata. I'll get all sleep I need when I'm dead. <laughs> It's like the ninth time Mick has said that today. He says it to everybody. It's out of context. Hey, Mick, how you, how you doing? I'm get all sleep on me when I'm dead. <laughs> okay. All right. I was just going to ask about your day, but okay. Oh. We'll do that. We have. We can go there, I guess. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just goes around asking people if their mother's a whore. <laughs> Anywho. Um. And then me and my friend, me and my friend, we were, we were out fishing, <laughs> just the other day. And he looked at me and said, "Let it or unlet it." <laughs> it's a lesser known Roadhouse line. Some of y'all aren't gonna get that one. <laughs> Truthfully, I didn't weave it into my pastoral story very well. That's, that's before I before I came to be saved by the church, I got into all types of vile, mischievous <laughs> behaviors. I remember one time I was involved in a very large theft and theft ring when we'd all congregate in an abandoned warehouse full of full of arcade games and roller skates and all kinds of things. I remember I walked in before I knew the Lord and the man looked at me and said, Regular or menthol? <laughs> it was a great big factory. No one seemed to care that we were a bunch of kids just skateboarding through. <laughs> Slowly becoming the Foot Clan, as I remember. Funny thing is, they never actually trained us to be actually foot soldiers. So why the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did so well? (laughs) Please bow your heads and pray. (laughs) The most confusing line every time. And that is why the Ninja Turtles always won. Now, can we bow our heads in prayer? Like what? You, like say you actually read a pat like an actual passage, <laughs> you know. And then the Canaanites said unto Moses, yada yada yada. I don't even know. And then at the end of it, and that is why Donatello always won. Let's bow our heads. And, and that is why Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three sucks <laughs> and will never be as good as one or two. I myself thought Secret of the Ooze was a fine picture. And then he <clears throat> said to his neighbor, don't worry, you'll be back on your knees in no time. 
let's bow our heads in prayer. <laughs> we were talking about watching As Good As It Gets. I still love that movie. All your queer friends left you? <laughs> well, don't worry, you'll be back on your knees in no time. He's so good in that movie, man. <laughs> Assault and battery, and you're black. <laughs> I think of a man. And I take away reason, reason and accountability. I just, when he's stalking that table, and both of those actors have gone on to be in like fairly successful actors. Oh, if you the, go back and watch As Good the, As It Gets, yeah. the two, the, two Jews at his table couple, that he's yeah. just circling like Donald Trump at that debate with Hillary, like a shark. <laughs> and he finally had enough, and he goes over and starts saying the most, oh, appetites aren't as big as your noses, huh? <laughs> People who talk in metaphors ought to shampoo my crotch. <laughs> just starts saying this most vile shit yeah. to them to get them to leave. It's just. <laughs> The it's so wonderful, the though. The lines he says to them are great, but it all, the thing that always makes me laugh the hardest is when he's, like, pleading with Helen Hunt, and he's like, I've got Jews at my table. <laughs> Not your table. <laughs> it's the place's table. <laughs> also, you're in New York. <laughs> I know That's that. another yeah, kind of a always, plot hole yeah, in that story. Weird. Like, are you surprised to see a couple of, you know, nice young Jewish people uh, out and about? In a New York cafe? Eating, eating breakfast in, in a Manhattan? New York cafe? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. It was a nice mix of everybody. <laughs> Assault and battery. And you're black. Donut munching morons. <laughs> I love that movie, man. I really like that movie, and I'll tell you why. There was a girl, Over a, dog. a girl that I was in love with when I was a kid, and we used to stay over at the houses and stuff, whatever. And uh, that was like, we watched that movie one night, and I got like really, there was like a little like hold hands thing, mm-hmm. and I touched her bum, and I was real young, mm-hmm. so this what was like question? I didn't even know what was fun at that point. I didn't know what the movie was, but yeah. I've always related how much. Like, I like that movie now. I've seen it yeah. many, many times. But at that time, it's like, I love this movie. But mm-hmm. only because I could touch a bum mm-hmm. of this hot girl. I feel like I need to wash my hands with a fresh bar of soap every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't imagine living with Don't this. be like me. Don't you be like me. <laughs> I think what's sad about this is that we're quoting a movie, and we, we never really gave it a proper intro. People were like, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh, yeah, we're talking about As Good As It Gets. Jack Nicholson. It's a great movie. Greg Kinnear. This is not a nude. <laughs> so much for love. <laughs> Anyhow. I, I just want to look at the painting one more time before we say goodbye. Before we say goodbye. We'll wrap this one up. Fucking Jamie Kennedy's in there. It's starting to feel a little bit like Plattsburgh, New York in here, even with the AC. It's I, got, it's, I got a nice it's not, bead. It's because it's not put on early enough in the day and, and kept on. Mm. And that's why it never cools off in here. But yeah, this has been a good lengthy single episode, so now we're gonna have to get together again. The New York story. Yeah, of course. The New York stories. WFUCK! Bam! 97.5! Stay tuned for a new word from our sponsors, the Cherry Pickers Baptist Church. (laughs) Cherry Pickers Baptist Church. (laughs) (laughs) They'll leave the light on for you. We need a byline on that. (laughs) (laughs) Where pliability is a must. Come in next Sunday to hear a sermon about uh, to hear, to hear about how uh, Casey Jones is really a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Hello.